The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Get ready to be inspired. So many people have touched the lives of others, sometimes without even knowing it. Could you be one of those people? Welcome to Your Why with host, the CEO of Breakthrough SEO Marketing, Nalinia Varinas. Today, you'll hear some stories of people who have touched others in a positive way and show you how you can do the same. Now, here is Nalinia Varinas. Hello and welcome. It's so great having you listening to us today. I'm your host, Nalinia Varinas, and you're listening to Your Why. Connect with me on LinkedIn, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and view my website at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. With us today to talk about choosing happiness is our highly accomplished guest, Julia Kadish. She can be reached at Julia at NextLevelOccasions.com, and I'm excited to introduce her to you now. Julie is a California native whose bicoastal childhood was shared between California and Connecticut. But her heart has always been with the California sunshine, and she currently resides in North Orange County. Professionally, Julie is an artist and an event planner who owns Next Level Occasions, a unique event production company that focuses primarily on uniquely themed events, fundraisers, social occasions, weddings, and corporate events. Her events have been published nationally in print and online in Brides Magazine, California Wedding Day, Catering Magazine, and Rock and Roll Bride. Julia is also the co-founder of Event Compass, a cloud-based software dedicated to increasing professionalism, efficiency, and client experience for event professionals. In addition to her work in the events industry, she's also an accomplished artist who works mainly with acrylic and oil paints. She has been fortunate to have sold several bodies of work beginning in her preteen years. This is, this is astounding. So her career started early. While her professional accomplishments are truly remarkable, Julia's true pride lies in her outlook on life and the amazing circle of friends she keeps close to her. Her focus is on being a happy, compassionate, and kind human, and her daily goal is to love life with the attitude of gratitude. One of her favorite quotes was from John Lennon, who has said to have received an assignment as a child to write what he wanted to be when he grew up. He wrote that he wanted to be happy. The teacher told him he didn't understand the assignment. (laughs) He told her she didn't understand life. Wanting to be happy and choosing to be happy. What is the dynamic between these two actions? These are some of the, this is one of the questions that we'll explore today with Julia. Julia, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here and on this bright, sunny Friday morning. And I know you were up at an event last night uh, and have been up (laughs) 
um, making people excited and happy. So please tell us what you do do uh, today in your professional life. All right. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Really excited to be with you this morning. A little chilly, but definitely a beautiful day. Um, professionally, mainly, I'm an event planner, so I work with clients to really understand what the purpose of their event is and what they're trying to celebrate. If it's an organization, I really want to understand what that organization does, what their goals are. Um, and if it's a personal event, I just want to understand about that person and who they are so that I can help that ideal shine through their event. So I really want to incorporate either the purpose, the mission, the personality, and I take those elements and I incorporate them in creative, really exciting and fun ways, this is the fun part of my job, mm-hmm. into events that really reflect those ideals and those characteristics. Right. Uh, tell us about one of the most exciting and maybe rewarding events that you've uh, put on recently. Ooh, that's so hard. I have a bad habit of telling every client that their event is my favorite event, but to be honest, in that moment, every event is my favorite event. Um, one of my favorite events that I ever did was for a couple, and, and I knew I wanted to work with them when I got their email, and they don't primarily do weddings, but I do enjoy the ones I that I do take on because I get the opportunity to get really close to the couple and really get to learn about their everything. You spend a long time working with these people, and over the course of it, you get to know their deepest, darkest desires, wishes, secrets, how they came to be, the good things of their relationship, the bad things of their relationship, and I really enjoy that. One of my favorite events, hmm, ooh, it's a draw. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many, um, I'm sure. (laughs) I'll go with, um, I did a wedding in Solving um, for a couple that I absolutely love. We're still in touch, and... uh, their whole concept was to really create a sense of family. But what I liked about the event is that it was very personal. It was very different. The weddings that I do take on are always very different. Um, I don't do the cookie cutter weddings. It's not really my specialty. There's 8 million people that can do that. Um, But this was a little different. They wanted to go a little further from home. They live in Long Beach. And they wanted to really do something that brought the family together. Now, the twist in this was that the bride's brother had actually passed away a few months mm-hmm. before the wedding. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that was really important to, to the bride was that she wanted to really incorporate him into every aspect of the wedding. They were really close and she wanted him to be there with her. And, um, and the reason this is touching, I'll tell you why this is touching. And this is why this is my favorite event. Cause sometimes when you do things, um, in a really loving, compassionate way, really amazing things happen. And this is just going to be one of those examples. So what happened was, We did this beautiful wedding. We had family-style dinner. So we had these huge banquet tables, and it was in this at this winery in this barn with huge ceilings. And so we built these arbors that hung over the table. We hung the centerpieces over them. It was just a magnificent-looking room. But Mm -hmm. the focus was definitely on the food and the wine. And we had just menu item after menu item, um, mm-hmm. nine courses. We had a homemade pasta station. I mean, really an elaborate meal. And I love food, so that was exciting. <laughs> but what was really beautiful was all the little details that we put in to bring her brother in. His mm-hmm. best friends all came to the wedding. His favorite color was orange. So we used orange all through the wedding. We gave mm-hmm. them all little personalized handkerchiefs that just had his name and his birthday and a pumpkin because that was his favorite thing was pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Um, 
on the on it, and that was like a gift we just gave to them, kind of on the sly. We also, as a surprise to the bride, I set a place for her brother, and we had a beautiful surprise bouquet there for her, like a nice memorial. Mm-hmm. Um, now, on this wedding day, it rained. It oh. seems like no big deal, but it had not rained at this location in 18 months, not one drop of water, and mm-hmm. they had an outside ceremony. And on the day of their outside ceremony, water poured from the sky like in buckets, which mm-hmm. was awesome. We were totally not ready for that. Um, <laughs> and so we moved the whole thing inside. But mm-hmm. apparently, like, rain was her and her brother's favorite thing. They would go play in it, and it was just really touching that right when she and her husband said, I do, the most amazing rainbow appeared, a double oh. rainbow, right over the barn, right when oh, they said, I do. I have a picture of it. And it really just was an overwhelming feeling of, of a presence. And so I think that would be my favorite event because the personal details really came through in a wonderful way. Mm-hmm. And because, because of that rainbow, the bride got really choked up about the rainbow and all the guests mm-hmm. came out to see it. And that was just, it was a really beautiful mm-hmm. moment. And I love those beautiful moments because you don't forget them. No, no, I totally don't forget them. It, it creates a bond between everyone who is there. Beautiful, beautiful. And for you to be able to add to that experience and, and help make it even more beautiful than it might have been, that must have been a really rewarding experience for you. I can really sense that in how you're describing this whole event. And the it really was. Yeah. It was It was beautiful. And the other thing that I found out the morning of the wedding from mm-hmm. the bride, and this is what's really rewarding when you do do weddings, is like I said, you get to know people in a way other people don't know them. The mm-hmm. morning of her wedding, the bride pulled me aside and said, I have something to tell you, but I don't want you to tell anybody because I haven't told anybody yet. I'm like, okay. She goes, <laughs> and this is an older couple. They've been trying. This is a good thing. She looks at me. She goes, I'm pregnant. Oh, oh my gosh. And, and, I, and I got to know this before her family knew, before anybody knew. And it was just a really exciting thing to get to, to be a part of that moment right. when she first told somebody and it got to be me. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, it was really just, those are beautiful moments for me because I get to share yeah. something really personal, really special. And so that, that wedding just was a very special wedding just because of all those little things that happened. And that speaks to how much she thought of your relationship with her and how meaningful you are to her. That's, that's what the sense that I get. But, and um, so you were that special person to be the first to know. It was very amazing for me. Yeah, I mean, her fiance knew, obviously, yeah. but then I was, mm-hmm. I was the only other person and I was mm-hmm. thrilled to know. Mm-hmm. So cool. Very cool. So um, just one question and um, before we go to break, who is one person who most influenced the way you see the world? And, and if we need more time, we'll continue afterwards, too. Okay. Um, you know, I was really fortunate to meet my most influential person at a very young age. Uh, mm. When I was six, we moved from my dad's job from California, sunny California with the palm trees and everything else, to Connecticut, which is a completely different culture. And mm. as a six-year-old, I was having a very hard time fitting in with the Connecticut children. They were just a different breed. California people are a little more laid back. And uh, I really struggled. But there was this girl on my street. Her name was Alana. And she was younger than me. And she was just a really beautiful person. Now, the thing about Alana, and the thing that made her so wise for her years, is that Alana grew up with leukemia. She grew up and she died um, when I was eight. She died really young. Mm-hmm. But the time I... It's hard for me to talk about her even now. 
um, the time I spent with her was really incredible because for somebody who was so young, mm-hmm. she always knew she was going to die. And when you, when you grow up with that, you have just a different look on life. Different things are important to you. Right. And she was such a loving soul and such a loving person that the way she lived her life really shaped the way that I grew up. Right. And let's talk more about that. Um, but we're ready to take a little break and we'll okay. see you on the other side. Perfect. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay-per-click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and powerful conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations, live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. That's N-E-L-I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. This is Nalina Varinas, your host, and my guest today is Julia Kadish. And we were just talking about one of the most influential people in her life. And I just wanted to continue on with that because it's really, really meaningful for Julia. So, Julia, this your friend that you um, met when you were still very young in Connecticut, she was very impactful for you. Yes, she was. So, um, if you can talk a little bit more about um, the beautiful person that she was in your life and how knowing that she only had a certain amount of time that really made the interaction between the two of you even more powerful. And I think you translate that into what you do today for other people that we only, we don't know how long our time on earth is going to be. So, every moment does matter. That is absolutely true. Every moment matters. And, and one thing she taught me, um, mostly through her actions, she wasn't, you know, she was a child. So she didn't 
tell you profound things. She acted in profound ways, and, and I loved that about her. She was just a very compassionate, kind, and gentle person. Um, but she did teach me through her actions that time is short and time is limited, and there is no guarantee on tomorrow or later today even. You never know. And mm-hmm. so one, one of the things that I try to live my life by is making sure that in any given moment, if it was my last moment, that I would not regret my behavior or that I would not regret not doing something or, you know, just regret the person that I was. I feel like in this world, there's a lot of people that constantly live for tomorrow. They constantly save for tomorrow. They are miserable today in the name of tomorrow. And to me, it makes no sense Mm because right now you're there, but there's Mm -hmm. no guarantee on this tomorrow. And I see so many people, and it's important, obviously, to have plans and goals and things for the future. But at the same time, it's also important to be a complete person in the present and Mm -hmm. to be satisfied with the moment at hand. Mm -hmm. And until you can be satisfied with where you are, I don't Mm -hmm. believe you can be happy. I heard another really wise quote the other day from a great, profound movie called Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Low Mm -hmm. sarcasm. Um, Mm -hmm. But the quote was, wherever you are, that's the place to be. And I love that because I think that really sums it up. When you're okay with where you are right now, everything else is going to be beautiful. But you have to be capable of being happy in the moment as well. You can't just keep putting it off. I'll be happy Mm -hmm. in one more promotion. I'll be happy when I lose five more pounds. I'll be happy when. It should be, I'm happy now. In the future, I would like to do this. But right now, in this moment, I am completely content and I am thankful for my life. Mm -hmm. When you can hit that point, I think you open the door to happiness. You mm-hmm. allow yourself to be grateful for the things so that you can look at all the good things that are happening. And sometimes mm-hmm. life is tough. And sometimes mm-hmm. the good things that are happening are like, my cup of coffee this morning was fantastic. <laughs> and, and we've all gone through parts of life where it's like that. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I did, I, I've had plenty of dark times myself. Life is not mm-hmm. all, you know, gumdrops and rainbows. However, mm-hmm. one thing I do when things are really rough to remind me to stay in that, that grateful mindset because... Mm-hmm. gratitude is really what creates happiness. So one thing I started doing when I was having a really rough time myself, Mm -hmm. I started keeping a journal. Now, I'm not a feelings-y kind of person. I'm not going to write, like, today was so sad. I I don't really want to get lost in my sadness. That's just, you're just perpetuating more sadness. And that, to me, Mm -hmm. makes no sense. But one thing I did enjoy doing was writing down five things I was grateful for every day. And I learned Mm -hmm. a couple interesting things about myself and about life. Um, I found that when I'm having the worst time in life, mm-hmm. I am most diligent about writing the things down that I am grateful for. It becomes like a need, a need to find those good things in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that focus on the good that helps me be so happy all the time because mm-hmm. no matter what's going on, I can always find something to be happy about. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes the other day I was going to get coffee and uh, I rolled out of bed and I was mm-hmm. in my Ugg boots and the leggings I wore to sleep and um, like it's probably the t-shirt I wore to sleep also, let's be honest. <laughs> and I was walking down the street behind brushing my hair. And one of my neighbors saw me, unfortunately, and she looks at me, she goes, my goodness, you look put together this morning. And I looked at her, and I, was, I thought she was kidding, and she was furious. And I was so grateful for that moment, because, boy, did I feel ugly. And, and sometimes it's those little things that, you know, you're like, okay, well, today was a rough day, but I got that compliment first thing in the morning, and that really kicked it up a notch. You know, mm-hmm. you got to find those little things, because mm-hmm. those little things... They add up. If you can write down five things you're grateful for every day, it will add up. And all of a sudden, you'll be five, but I have 15. I have 25. And I noticed 
that the more things, the more I wrote that I was grateful for things, the more things I found to be grateful for. Um, amazing and how it, it, it I would do, explodes yeah, like and that. because I would do it at the end of the day, my days would become full of paying attention to those things I was grateful for. My focus really shifted on the positive things, on the mm-hmm. good things that were happening. And that mm-hmm. is just paramount to being a happy person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being grateful for um, even the little things. Can you uh, give us a, a little peek into your grateful, the things that you're grateful for today? Yes. Um, I am always grateful for my friends. I have the most amazing friends in the world. Really, I do. I mean, they are just each and every one. I always say, oh, this is my friend so-and-so. This is, they're the best person in the world. And mm-hmm. it's because all my friends really are the best people in the world. And, and they've, they've demonstrated that through just being loving and caring. Um, recently, I went through just a horrendous breakup. And I was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, legitimately heartbroken. Um, and it was very sad. Like, boyfriend was in a really bad crossing. I gave up my old company and really wanted to be there for him and wanted to take care of him because I loved him. And, you know, I took a corporate job that I hated um, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't sure if he'd be able to go back and I wanted to make sure we had benefits. I was really trying to do the right thing. And I Mm -hmm. did. And I took care of him and he healed fine. And that was great. Except that when he healed, he looked at me and said, you're not interesting. I'm bored with you. You're not what I want. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, and then the heartbreak ensued, and that's really when I I became militant about writing down my my five gratuities. Mm -hmm. But what really happened through this, it ended up being such a beautiful thing. As I was moving out and I was heartbroken, my friends saw this, and some not even, some people that weren't even that close to me, but that I've really tried to be closer to because of their actions. Mm -hmm. I got calls from a networking group I'm in. I'm in a BNI Playmakers. Uh, Mm -hmm. We meet in Long Beach. It's a peer-to-peer networking group. Mm -hmm. And two of the people that I wasn't even that close to called mm-hmm. me and said, I understand you're going through a breakout, breakup. I'm here for you. I have an extra room in my house. You can move in anytime you want. And just the compassion to do that. And these are people I didn't even consider to be close. The compassion mm-hmm. to do that. I found myself crying more because I was grateful and touched by other people and their actions than mm-hmm. because of my heartbreak. And mm-hmm. it really was a beautiful thing. I went from just being devastated to crying all the time because I was overwhelmed with people's compassion. And we live in a world where people focus so much on all the bad things that happen, you know, Mm -hmm. all the injustices, all the the things that go wrong. Mm -hmm. And there's so many beautiful moments. So I was really grateful for that. When the Mm -hmm. accident happened, when he originally broke his back, I was actually at an event. I was working. Mm -hmm. I was, I didn't know what to do. I felt like my heart was ripped out of my, my chest. And I called another planner and I said, this just happened. He's a very good friend of mine. He raced Mm -hmm. down from downtown LA to Long Beach, took over my event, and literally kicked me out. He's like, you need to go to the hospital. You're out. Mm -hmm. I sat in the hospital for two days, and when I came home in between to shower and feed the cat, I literally had friends circling my block. Making sure you're okay. I was like, what are you doing here? (laughs) They're like, we we weren't going to let you come home to an empty house. What do you need? And then when we came home, another friend shows up at my door with her bags packed, I said, Amanda, girl, what, what are you doing here? And she looks at me and she's like, whatever you need. Duh. Uh-huh. And she stayed for a week. It was just the outpour of love I got really made me realize how fortunate I am to have the people in my life I have. I mean, I just have the best friends. And so I think the number one thing I'm grateful for in my life is my friends. It's also the thing I'm most proud of 
because they're amazing people and the fact that they've chosen me to be a friend to them mm-hmm. um, means a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes both ways. I'm sure you would also do the same for them. True, beautiful, wonderful friendship. That's very, very, very inspiring. Um, and another that you're really grateful, have uh, gratitude about? Let's see. Well, every day I'm grateful for my coffee. Let's not lie. Um, I really am. I love it. Coffee <laughs> is my favorite in thing their, in the world. In their perspective, yes. <laughs> Listen, every morning I take my time to have my cup of coffee, and it's that moment to myself. And I value those moments to myself. I value moments, and I'm appreciative of times when I have moments to myself to really reflect on who I am and how I'm living my life. I think that one of the biggest problems that, that we face as people nowadays is there's so much stimulation, TV and radio and other friends and places to go, that people are always surrounded by noise and people are always surrounded by other people or the television and nobody really spends time getting to know themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I've been entering the dating pool, which has been <laughs> interesting to say the least. Um, <laughs> but the one, one of the things I'm noticing as I'm attempting to date is that a lot mm-hmm. of people really just don't know who they are. And mm. I, I look at them and I'm like, you know, food for thought. If you don't know who you are, how can you expect other people to get to know you? Mm. Good if point. you don't know who you are, how can you love yourself? And if you can't love yourself, how can I love you? And, mm-hmm. and I think it's really important for people to take that time to themselves. So I'm always grateful when I get those couple moments to just reflect mm-hmm. on my morning or reflect on my day. Because it gives me a chance to really understand who I am, how I feel about things, what I believe, what I value, um, you know, and not be persuaded by what other people say I should believe and value. And Mm so, you know, it makes for a very whole person when you Mm -hmm. can appreciate those moments and not always be looking for more stimulation to just be happy in that moment and Mm -hmm. thankful to have a little time and to really just look at your life and, and sometimes be honest with yourself. It's not always easy. Sometimes you look at your life and you have to tell yourself hard truths that you don't like. You have Mm -hmm. to be honest with yourself about your faults. You have to Mm -hmm. be honest with yourself. Honesty is important. It's important Mm -hmm. for you to be honest with yourself so that you can be honest with other people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's funny. I'm a very honest person to a fault. People call it a fault. I don't think it's a fault. uh, I tell it how it is. I say exactly what's going on, whether or not I think someone's going to like the answer because at the end of the day, the truth is the truth. And Mm -hmm. it might suck. Uh, mm-hmm. sometimes people ask me questions about me or my life or something else and maybe I don't think they're going to like the answer. They're asking mm-hmm. me my religion or they're asking me, you know, just all kinds of different things. They might not like my answer, but mm-hmm. my answer, if it's about me, it, it definitely, that's who I am. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You mm-hmm. know, but, but I'll tell you the truth about it. And I found that even when people aren't going to like the answer, mm-hmm. they like you more, they value you more for being mm-hmm. ballsy enough to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And honesty is, I guess, another thing that I really value and I appreciate. I appreciate mm-hmm. when other people are honest with me. And, you know, I take a moment to appreciate myself for having the guts to be honest when sometimes it's not the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Okay. Julia, thank you so much. Uh, it's time for us to take a short break. You're listening to Your Why. I'm your host, Nolina Varinas. We'll be waiting for you on the other side of the break. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
breakthrough. SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay-per-click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show, Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at breakthroughseomarketing.com. That's N E L. I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. This is Nalina and Nalina Varinas. I'm your host, and we have Julia Kadish as our guest. We were just talking about having an attitude of gratitude and some of the gratitudes that Julia has, which also led to the idea of being honest with ourselves, and how freeing that can be. Julia, can you talk a little bit more about uh, the freedom that you experience and also that others experience around you by being honest with ourselves? Um, sure. I, uh, so I was on the break talking to, talking to you, talking to Melania, about how, how I became so honest. Uh, I'm, I'm astoundingly honest and a little blunt. People are generally taken by surprise. Um, and, and this all came to be, I was kind of a chubby kid and I was a very self-conscious child, uh, because of my weight and because of the way my family treats weight, we should all weigh 85 pounds. Um, and I am <laughs> never going to weigh 85 pounds, joking, <laughs> like never, not even when I was 10 years old. So, mm-hmm. um, I was a very self-conscious child and what I would do is I would take the things I was just most self-conscious about, most insecure about, and I would just blurt them out. Uh, and just put them out there. Because once I did that, it was out there. There was no wondering if people were going to draw it out of me. There was no wondering if people were going to find out. They already knew. And then mm-hmm. I kind of got rid of that stress. It was a way of dealing with my social anxiety. Um, and, and it became very freeing. And the problem is, once you train yourself to be honest, you're honest all the time. Because you learn that it's just easier. There's, you don't have that what if people find out mentality. You're not scared. And mm-hmm. I'm a big propagator of not allowing fear to shape your life. We all have fears. We all have insecurities. But when you act on your insecurities, they start to affect you. And it's not fair to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that around me, people feel more at liberty, to be honest, because I'm willing to put myself out there. 
I'm willing mm-hmm. to put out my insecurities. I'm willing to put my downfalls and my shortcomings, of which there's many. Um, you know, and, and I'm okay with that. I know who I am. I'm, I'm happy with the person I am. I'm, I'm a good person. I'm a compassionate person. I'm a good friend. I'm a good family member. I always put people first, and that's important to me, and I'm okay with that. And because I'm okay with who I am, I'm also okay with all my many, 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 many shortcomings, and I have no problem putting those out there for people. And mm-hmm. I think that that gives people an environment where they feel like they can do the same thing. There's no mm-hmm. holding back and there's no hiding. And, mm-hmm. and it's a freeing experience. And I think that people enjoy it. I don't know if people really understand how to carry that out uh, after they're with me because the rest <laughs> of the world may be not so honest. But <laughs> if everybody trained themselves to be more honest, I think we'd live in a better, more transparent world where, mm-hmm. you know, everybody looks like we have to be these perfect magazine people. And even the people in the magazines aren't perfect, okay? Mm-hmm. Every model you see with flawless legs has been airbrushed. You know, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't judge yourself based on what other people, what you see about other people. I saw mm-hmm. another great quote, and I don't remember who it was by. It was a face, I saw it on Facebook, to be honest, mm-hmm. Joe. And mm-hmm. it said, um, stop judging your sea game Mm-hmm. stop judging your life by everybody else's highlight reel. And I really liked that because I feel like people see the highlight reels of movie stars and of successful business owners, and they judge themselves by these, by these people and what the magazine prints about them or what you see published or what you see on TV or what the PR person put out for them. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not fair because honestly, nobody is that perfect. And I think that when we're just honest with ourselves, it. You know, maybe under it, you're a great person and you have faults. I'm a good person. I have many faults. And when you're honest about that, it's easier. It's better um, because there's nothing to hide. And then you make other people more comfortable and they don't hide. And you can have deeper and more meaningful relationships and conversations mm-hmm. and be more impactful to each other because you know who each other are. You can't mm-hmm. impact someone. You can't really get to know someone, really get to love someone, really mm-hmm. communicate with someone if you don't know who the hell they are just impossible. And so being honest is important to that process. Mm -hmm. And especially in my job where I'm trying to draw out who people are and what their missions are and what their organizations are about. It's really important for me to set up that environment of Mm -hmm. acceptance and love and honesty. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is what you use in your, in your practice too, in your uh, profession. Pretty much. The honesty Um, and and, um, letting people know that, you're totally transparent and that reaps in great benefits to them because then they can be honest and transparent with you. So you can provide them with the most uh, meaningful experience. Exactly. You Mm -hmm. know, people always get upset when they're not trusted, but Mm -hmm. you have to trust someone for them to trust you. When someone's Mm -hmm. lying to me, Mm -hmm. I look at that as a problem with me. Because that tells me that they don't trust me enough to be honest with me. They're Mm -hmm. hesitant. They feel like I'll judge them. It's the only reason you would lie to someone is you're afraid of their reaction. Mm -hmm. And so I really focus on not being someone that comes off as as a person that's going to judge you. Because Mm -hmm. believe me, there is no mistake I haven't already made. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think that 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 acceptance and understanding, feeling confident that you're in in an environment where you're not going to be judged is really important. Mm -hmm. So mm-hmm. trust is a big thing for me. You have to, but you have to be willing to trust other people with your emotions first. And mm-hmm. that's hard because people don't like to put themselves on the line. And sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to 
bite the bullet and sometimes you get hurt and sometimes it bites you and sometimes it sucks and that's okay. And when those moments happen and when you're sad or when you're upset, it's important to be thankful for those moments because if you don't really take time to feel when you're sad and appreciate that sadness, you're never going to really appreciate when you're not sad. And if you're really happy and you can think back to a time that was just so much more difficult, it makes that moment of happiness so much better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you bring up a good point. I think um, in my observation of people, people are sometimes even afraid to feel uh, or, and be in touch with their feelings. Can you comment on that? Yeah, I think that, again, we live in a society that has these, these fake ideals that everybody's supposed to be happy all the time and wear this, their, their, their happy face all the time and you should never be sad and if you're sad, you're not a happy person and that's not true. Simply mm-hmm. not true. You can be mm-hmm. a happy person, happy with your life and sad in a moment and grateful for your sadness. You can mm-hmm. be all those things at one time. You know, mm-hmm. when I was going through that breakup, it was, it was really hard for me and I was publicly breaking down on a regular basis. I would be doing good, and all of a sudden, I would be talking, and tears would be coming down my face. And mm-hmm. I just was honest with people. I was like, listen, I'm going through a little bit of a hard time right now. I'm going to be just fine. But, you know, I, I just need you to understand that this is happening, and, and I'm mm-hmm. a little heartbroken, but I'm good, and I'm getting the job done, and your event's fine, or, you know, mm-hmm. your whatever it is I'm working on, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is, like, my personal thing, and I just want you to be aware so that if I start crying, you don't freak out. Um, mm-hmm. I think that... I took the time, though, to really feel that sadness and to really feel that loss. And because of that, now that I'm not in that moment, I'm so grateful for mm-hmm. not feeling that anymore mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for these happy moments. And, you know, you can never really, truly appreciate good things if you've never had anything bad happen to you because you have nothing to compare it to. Mm-hmm. You know, if everything was perfect all the time, nothing would seem perfect. So mm-hmm. I always look at those moments of dismay, we'll call it, as, <laughs> as opportunities to appreciate better moments. When you start mm-hmm. looking at it that way, it allows you to want to feel that because you're like, I really want to feel this sadness. I want to feel that hurt because when I'm feeling great, I want to remember this and really mm-hmm. be thankful for that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you just, it's perspective. Right, right. And we do remember things around which we have feelings. Um, and those help define who we are and how we experience life going forward. Fantastic. So the joy in life, um, you have a lot of it. And you also mentioned that you've had struggles, too, that kind of laid the foundation for the extraordinary joy that that you experience also in your life. Can you share a little bit about, um, we have shared some, but are there other events in your life that help shape how um, you are today? My whole life was one awesome <laughs> event. Um, and so that's why I plan events. Um, no, yeah, absolutely. I've had, I've had my share. Um, it's, let's see. Life is never perfect, right? So my best friend died when I was eight. My parents divorced. Well, my parents started divorcing when I was 12. And uh, it was difficult in the way that it happened because I went away for a summer and I came back and boom, all my dad's stuff Mm -hmm. was gone. And my thought was, I've talked to you people every day. At Mm -hmm. some point, maybe you should have mentioned this, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. I'm not big on shock value, especially that nature. And so it really 
kind of set up a distrust. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was hard for me to get through. And as I got older, I was not particularly close to my parents. My mom, mm-hmm. I love her, and she and I have finally finally have a great relationship. But we mm-hmm. didn't. I am mm-hmm. very much like my father, and she could not stand me. I mean, she didn't want to be around me. She mm-hmm. just wanted nothing to do with me, really. And mm-hmm. and she tried to be a good mom despite that. Mm-hmm. But it was evident. Mm-hmm. And and I struggled with that. And and things happened that you know, we're difficult. I had some issues with an adult member of the family, um, mm-hmm. an adult male member of the family, and I brought this up to my parents individually, and my mm-hmm. parents didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And that set me up for a lot of anger. And I was mm-hmm. a very angry teenager because mm-hmm. I had a lot of hurt. I didn't know how to handle it. Because mm-hmm. we don't know how to, there's no, there's no book that teaches mm-hmm. you how to deal with things mm-hmm. like distrust or feeling abandoned. And so I, I was very angry, and I didn't really trust anybody in my family, and, and I really pulled away. And mm-hmm. I think that that was a struggle for me. One, because it set up a really difficult foundation for having any kind of a relationship with my parents. That was number one. Or my families, because I didn't just cut off my parents. Oh, no. I literally stopped talking to my dad's entire side of the family and, like, my mom's as much as I could because I lived with her. And I really just withdrew. And that was a challenge for me because as I got older, I realized, you know what? My parents are not perfect people. Mm-hmm. They're just people. And they're mm-hmm. just trying to figure it out. And, yeah, they made some big mistakes. And as an adult, I can appreciate that because I've made some big mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you come to a place of understanding. You really have to approach things from what was going on with them. You know, my mom, my dad left my mom for his mistress. Mm-hmm. Um I've really tried to love her. She's honestly the worst person in the world, but that's okay. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, I have tried, and, and we've gotten better. I mean, we don't throw food at each other, so that's good. Um, <laughs> you know, she's, she's all right. She's a really good wife to my dad, and she's a really good mother to my half-brother. And so mm-hmm. for that, I really appreciate her, and I love her. And I've mm-hmm. had to find those reasons to appreciate and love her. And also, you know, I was married. I, like I said, I made many mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. I was married for two whole years. We were together mm-hmm. for eight. You think mm-hmm. you know everything about a person after you live with them for six years. But as it turns <laughs> out, you don't. Um, and so I had a horrible marriage. And mm-hmm. uh, I just completely married the wrong person. And part mm-hmm. of that was because nobody really taught me how to date. And I mm-hmm. didn't really have a foundation where right. people were like, these are the red flags. This is what you should look like. This is how you should value yourself. Um, my parents were great financial sponsors. They sponsored my life, absolutely. They paid for college, everything, and I'm very grateful to both of them for that. Wonderful. However, so, um, when it came to yeah, life lesson, this, oh, are we on break? Yeah, no, it looks like, um, well, this is going to be propelling us to the next phase of um, our um, episode here. So, yes, we're, we're going to be taking a little break now, and uh, we are listening to Your Why. I'm your host, Nalina Varinas, and I'll be right back with Julia Kadish. See you on the other side. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay per click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. 
Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. There are over 140 million products manufactured worldwide. It is impossible to know the ingredients in these products, especially those made overseas. Stan Salat, creator of the HSF Mark and the Counterfeit Mark Alliance, is the host of People to People, working together for your safety. Stan believes in our right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in consumer products and whether they are counterfeit. Find out how you can protect yourself every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at breakthroughseomarketing.com. That's N E L. I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. I'm your host, Nalina Varinas, and we are talking with Julia Kadish. Julia is an event planner extraordinaire, and she has had impact on other people's lives. And I just wanted to have her share some of the impacts that she's had and some that were not really intentional, but happened anyway. Julia, please tell us about some of the uh, stories that we were just mentioning a little bit ago. I will do that. First, I'm going to preface this with um, these moments where I have to talk about something I did for someone else is a struggle for me, so bear with me. Um, Mm Because I never want to sound cocky, and and I never really do anything for the intention of any kind of reward, but every now and then people will give me credit for stuff that honestly I don't really know if I deserve, but that's here nor there. Um, Recently, I was actually really touched. I have a friend, a beautiful human being, really just a great person, Um, and she's younger than me. She's about 20, I think she's 27. She Mm -hmm. was last year diagnosed with MS, and Mm -hmm. she got really sick. She couldn't walk, and... Um, she had been accomplishing some things that were really important to her, and all that got taken away. She lost her place to live. She lost her pets. She lost her ability to care for herself. And she was really in a dark time, and, and, and we had talked, and I really didn't feel like I said anything important to her. In fact, I don't really ever remember saying much to her about anything, but she started a blog, and it's been wildly successful. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's all about having MS and overcoming MS through positive thoughts and, and, you know, just like getting through days and um, dealing with it. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I sent her a Facebook message. I was like, you know, I'm just really proud of you. You've done amazing things. And, and, you know, I really respect you and I look up to you. And she wrote me and she was like, well, it's all because of you. I was like, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> How is that? And, and I really don't know what it is I said to her, but she had credited me with like inspiring her to start this blog and to really change her perspective on what was going on and really feel beautiful with everything. And, uh, and I cried because, first of all, I really didn't think that, that 
that I deserved any kind of like kudos on her success. But it was just really touching that, you know, apparently the way I looked at it and the conversations we've had has actually impacted her. And, and it meant a lot to me because it's beautiful to watch somebody grow, especially when you watch somebody who has a struggle you don't understand. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine having a mess. I'm a very able-bodied human. I play like 10 sports. I snowboard and surf. I cross it every day. I'm currently so sore I can barely lift my arms over my head. And I love that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm holding the phone up. I feel it. Um, you know, and it was just like a really, it was an impactful moment for me that, that anything I would say could impact somebody who is dealing with something so much bigger than the things I've dealt with, you know, and, uh, and it really meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's see. So, like I said, I, I another one, yeah. I recently re-entered the dating pool. Now mm-hmm. I have some rules about dating. I try and date outside of my industry, my professional circle or my local circle because I don't want to go to my local hangout and have to avoid somebody. That's just awkward. (laughs) So I was online, and and I've done this before. And uh, somebody reached out to me that I had been on a date with through the online dating site. And it was somebody who was very nice. I wasn't, like, super trusted. And um, he reached out to me and said, Hey, I'm not trying to date you. I understand that that's not what you wanted. But I wanted to reach out to you because you gave me a painting and the day I spent with you impacted me in such a way that I actually took up art and I've been doing all these things since I met you. And I really feel like you shaped what I'm doing right now. And I was floored because I barely remembered going out with this guy. I definitely didn't remember giving him a painting. And it just shocked me that something I didn't even remember could possibly influence somebody enough to get them to, to do major things with their life. And uh, that was really meaningful to me. And it also made me realize sometimes, sometimes you'll do small things mm-hmm. and you won't even realize you did them. But to mm-hmm. somebody, that small gesture could be everything. And I think that's an important thing to remember when you see people that you don't know just anywhere to always be compassionate because you never know how a smile or a compliment or just one small moment of compassion can change mm-hmm. a life. And I love when I see that because it reminds me that those little things you do that maybe don't mean anything to you mean everything to someone else. And it's a good thing to remember when you're having a bad day and you just want to be cranky to people because honestly, that can also impact people. It's important to be cognizant of who you are and how your actions, you know, spread out. I'm a big person who believes in like karma and just more in energy. I believe if you put out positive energy, you'll be Mm -hmm. surrounded by positive energy and the world needs positive energy. Mm -hmm. And when I hear people tell me things that I don't remember or that sometimes I do remember that actually made a difference with them, um, it means just everything to me and it's such a good reminder of why it's important to be compassionate all the time because you Mm -hmm. never know what someone's inner struggle is. You don't know what people are dealing with. We all have struggles that we don't tell people about. You know, Mm -hmm. it's part of being a strong human in some things. You just aren't ready to share, and that's okay. You mm-hmm. have to be aware that you have that and that that's the position you're in. Mm-hmm. You have to have that self-awareness, but it's okay to be there. But mm-hmm. you never know. You don't know what all these people are going through, and everybody is going through something. It's mm-hmm. really important to be happy. If you make other people happy, you will feel it. Mother Teresa mm-hmm. was, um, you know, I'm not a religious person, but she was an amazing person. She grew up with mm-hmm. money. She ended mm-hmm. up working the slums of Calcutta, Because she understood that Mm -hmm. making other people happy and touching their lives was 
the best way to touch your own life. It really is. And she was just such a happy person. She had mm-hmm. nothing. She mm-hmm. gave up everything in the world for other people. And anytime you saw her in her late years with all her wrinkles, all hunched mm-hmm. over, always mm-hmm. smiling. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that example because mm-hmm. the more love you put out, the more love you feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, so important to hear and know and to be part of. That is amazing. And I love that example of Mother Teresa. We all know um, her, and she's a saint in many people's eyes. Julia, you are an amazing, you are an amazing, amazing person. Um, And knowing you personally myself, you impact people in ways that you don't know. And it's just, uh, I can't help but think the, the words that you say, words are powerful and how you use them. And I know you use them very powerfully for yourself. And then that translates in how you communicate with other people. And I'm, I'm hearing that in the two examples that you brought forth today. So for, we want to thank Julia for being our guest today. And I hope that she has touched your lives in the way that she has touched those who are close to her. For me, every show is meaningful because people matter. And when individuals go out of their way to help someone else, I think we should take notice and learn. Thank you, Julia, for sharing important facets of your life. Um, keep me updated. Thank Share you so much show. for having me. You're, you're very welcome. We'd love to have you back on, too. And thank you for being on the show again. Share this show with your LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter communities. Next week, we will have an encore interview with Dr. Daniel Hoover, who talked to us about extending boundaries that limit us and how he, even as a child, realized that he is the master of his life. He uses that understanding to serve others in bringing health and balance to people and helping them live a life they want. Tune in again next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. I'm your host, Nolina Varinas. Until next time, be great. Thank you for joining us this week. Listen for another edition of Your Why with Nolina Varinas next week. We're here every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go start the next chapter of your legacy. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.